Man Marv's Notebook for August 17th, Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. I was listening to Technorama today and Chuck was mentioning that he watched the Sandman series on Netflix. And it just reminded me, I think I made a note to uh, to resubscribe to Netflix just to watch that. But uh, <laughs> I think I forgot about it until he mentioned it. And uh, yeah, I was a big fan of the Sandman when I was in high school and college. I know it ran from 86 to mid-90s. I caught the bug for that series, I think, my junior or maybe senior year of high school, so early 90s. And I caught up quickly through the trade paperbacks at the time. And the Netflix series, that first season, it's really nice how they kept the names of the individual issues of the comics and used them as titles for the episodes. So I know from that that the first two graphic, uh, first two trade paperbacks were turned into the first season of shows, and if they continue on that pace, I'm gonna guess that they have about five seasons worth of content if they, yeah, if they keep it going that long and also keep the same pace. And I remember that there were a lot of rumors all through high school and college that uh, DC was working on a, a Sandman movie. And everyone thought it was a, it was a just a matter of time and done. It was almost like a done deal because after all, DC Comics was owned by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has their own movie studio, and geez, they made a movie out of every other popular DC Comics book comic book property, you know, Batman and Superman. So why not? Because Sandman was selling or outselling. Uh, Definitely outselling Superman at the time, maybe keeping par, maybe just a little bit below uh, Batman levels. I remember the very last issue of the Sandman. They, oh, where did I read about it? It's uh, it outsold all four Superman titles that month combined. That's how popular Sandman was. And Neil Gaiman, Gaiman, he's very protective of that uh, series. That's his baby, I guess. That made his name. You know, he only won seven Eisners in a row because of the Sandman. <laughs> that was all before he started his uh, real writing career, writing novels. And so, yeah, everyone has high expectations out of Sandman, especially since I see he's executive directing, uh, no, executive producing the series. Therefore, he has a very big say in the tone of the series. And by all, by all accounts, I think he they did a very... Well, I haven't watched it. I shouldn't say whether it's good or not, but they, everything I've seen said it's been very faithful to the source material. And I'm kind of debating about it because I picked up when they converted, they only recently made audiobooks out of the Sandman comics. I picked up the first one as a pre-order and I read it, I loved it, and the thing is, I read through the Sandman comics at least a half dozen times, the whole series, when I was in high school and college and it's such a faithful adaptation that it doesn't feel any different to me than the comic books so it does feel like i'm going back to a very familiar uh space and unfortunately it feels like it's my sixth or seventh uh time uh, watching a rerun <laughs> uh, so i'm i'm not in a real hurry to go and watch the sandman i may break down and and uh, subscribe to Netflix again just for one month to catch up. But uh, right now, my plan is I might wait for the entire Sandman 
uh, production to wrap on Netflix and then catch up on it all at once and all at once and binge it. Unless uh, something breaks through and it becomes super popular with the mainstream. Right now, for what I'm for what I'm seeing, it's a very still kind of a cult hit, so to speak. It hasn't uh, broken into mainstream the way Game of Thrones did. Even though if uh, if the rating quality was the only thing that mattered, it very well should have should have done that a long time ago. I mean, Neil Gaiman he enters the be the New York Times bestseller list on every one of his novels now. In the first week, it's on sale, so he definitely hit mainstream there. So we've all been kind of waiting to see him make his big splash into movies and and TV, and I remember all the other movies based on his properties have not exactly done that well. I think I, I did like Stardust, the Stardust movie, and they did Disney sugarcoat that thing. <laughs> Coraline was a lot uh, more faithful to the material, but it's still a children's novel, and uh, therefore it never really got out of the children's novel niche in movies. So we'll see how it goes, and uh, I don't know. If I can make it through this next week or so without subscribing to Netflix, I can probably wait until the end and binge the whole series at once. But anyway, I think that's enough for today, so I'll talk to you tomorrow.